G'day, so we're further exploring the post-consumer transitioning. In today's episode, we're going to look at our roles and the way how that we can further explore the potential maybe of what we do in reference to a civilizational enterprise. So if we want to be agents of change, how do we how do we actually facilitate change in the everydayness of our lives? And ultimately, that's what I'm really exploring when you're looking at um, the base for change is the consumer that you're given as. So we have to explore. In order to explore difference or change, you have to understand the way how we, we produce ourselves as consumers. So that's looking at our economizing actions and then ultimately the way how our roles becomes a vehicle, vehicles for the acquittal that we um, that we basically effectuate when we attribute value to time. So we sell ourselves on on our roles to secure the life that we want to live. But through our roles, we produce our the agency that we're credited as consumers of life. So you can say that our roles produce a form of life that is transcendent. Because if we are focused, say, on securing leisure as the ultimate end for our economizing actions, as I always say, time is no less the economic good for us doing so. Because there's a totalizing claim that's made on time to produce the form of life of the consumer and so we get sold on purpose so we region purpose but there's one ultimately transcendent to that and that's what we really need to understand the difference to then to to look at the way how our roles uh, can be transformed transformed through a collective kind of vehicle that would enable that so i've talked about in prior episodes about the way how enterprise good becomes a vehicle for a collective surpassing. So we're looking at the question of culture, when you ultimately culture has been removed from our relationality because we've reduced it to want, because we're always seeking our time against each other because we clear time as an economic good or as the means utilized to produce the form of life each time we buy. That's what underwrites our relationality is that rivalrous dynamic. So we have to understand that if you're going to potentialize life beyond a buyer's journey, you have to potentialize the means that's utilized to produce that form of life. So the way I look at it is that you have to potentialize your time beyond the economic good to temporalize place for a common surpassing. So when you're looking at the way you're going to potentialize uh, time, what we can do is we can explore um, our the periodicity, say, let's say, of our compensation and the way that we can understand goodwill. Because I always say that money and uh, money conceals goodwill. So you have to understand that money, is, it's a binary. So the binary is with goodwill. So if you use money, then you are not going to potentialize change through animating goodwill. You are going to remove goodwill out of the relationality and it's going to be accounted for on a, literally on the balance sheet of businesses because we live in a commercial paradigm. So you have to understand where goodwill. You don't even have to look at the goodwill that we associate with our institutions institutions if our institutions are, are, are captured by commercial interest all right so you have to realize that that's that's the paradigm you know liberalism and in inverted commas is ultimately a vehicle for a commercial worldview it will tout all these other things but ultimately liberalism sanctions uh, a buyer's journey set for life it's an imperial form of life it's a religious form of life so 
imperial um, liberalism has the pretense, seeing it comes out of, say, we can say the Enlightenment, in inverted commas, that somehow it separates it from a religiosity. But it's not the case. If you attribute value to time, you've spiritualized time. So what does that mean when you spiritualize it? You've immunitized a transcendentalism. And so therefore liberalism becomes a vehicle for a religiosity. And people kind of refuse to accept that. They think that there's somehow that the Enlightenment, in inverted commas, separated out the claim of a dogma uh, to, to what would be progress. But it's not the case. Because if you, if, if you destroy the existential of time through attributing a value to it, then what you would do, you are beholden to a religiosity that you can't, you don't even recognize that you're beholden to. All right, and the reason, and so the reason why I say that when we sell ourselves on our purpose for our lives or through our roles is to secure time as a supplement, we don't understand that that is a religious vocation that we've turned life in, into, because you have to acquit yourself of a claim that's made on time. So what what would be purposeful actions ultimately become expiation rights. Because if you're only crediting yourself so much, then the world is just a given. So it's a given for it's a given for a specific reason. It's because it's been created for your wants, supposedly. Because you don't credit yourself with creation. So you ultimately what you've done is you've outsourced creation to a caste that presupposes that they have they are the right hand of God, as it were, or they act as God's kind of advocates or acolytes, soothsayers priests however fucking way you want to look at it all right that's what we're ultimately dealing with is something that seems it'll seem a strange way to look at it so let's look at the period periodicity of our payment to understand the question of goodwill and the exception that people would make so if you're looking at what an exception is in the context of your compensation good um Enterprise good was is a collective vehicle, as I said, for ownership. So, so to ensure that credit does not make is not made separable. So you're looking at the difference between the ownership of credit or the credit of ownership, and that's the credit of ownership that you're insuring. If you have, are you if you are credited ownership, then there's no way that that credit can be made separable to the relationality or the culture. So when you're looking at the way how that if you made an exception uh, to your compensation in a role, when you have to work for Enterprise Good, you can check out the other podcast which I've dealt with this, the nature of the praxis. Um, then ultimately, what you're doing is that you are animating. Uh, goodwill because if you are no longer being compensated and money is uh, the binary with goodwill then that means to say that that um, potentializes the retail ecosystem of what would be the end market so you can implicate other value adds in reference to the relationality but you've got to look at the what ultimately what our way of life is set up for it's set up for the end user or what we would say is the is the consumer it's not people it's a consumer because you produce yourself as a consumer as I always say that the economy produces a form of life to substantiate the way how things are given if you understand that then you'll understand that the consumer is contingent it's contingent upon the way how we act and if we act differently then the way how things are going to be given are going to be given differently but this is a question of spirituality so the question of spirituality is is the difference between the independence that you would seek and the indivisibility of you as an expression of life they're the two differences so we are marginal though so we have to 
our transition or our metamorphosis is to be orientated towards our indivisibility. But we have to do this collectively because we're beholden to a spiritual disease. So we collectively are, are subjected to a spiritual disease. So you have to address it civilizationally. So you have to have the collective vehicle in order to achieve that. So, But the context for the choice that you could make or the exception that you make is the role that you're given towards. So let's look at, if you say, say you work, say you get paid every two weeks, all right, so you get paid every two weeks, but that means to say that you're you're working, you're working, you're you're accruing. You could say um, there's a certain element of say goodwill associated that you uh, attribute to the place that you work for, because if you're working and you're not getting paid at the same time, it's it's done on a period basis, and you, you know it's a salary. So every two weeks you get paid. So you get paid for the two weeks prior. So you got to think of the the gap that's that occurs because you're working, working, working until well the the what happens? Your payment is meant to reconcile that goodwill, is it not? Because you, you we won't look at it this way. We won't think that if we're working for a company, let's say, and we get paid every two weeks. Up until the fact of our, our being paid, that we actually have a certain element of goodwill that's built in, that we will get paid. All right? We have a certain element of faith. We don't think of it this way because we think of contractual obligations. But you only have to look at when a company goes bust to realize that when workers are left out of pocket, that they, they have to fight for what they were owed. All right, so the owing is in reference to what they've done prior. So you, 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 that is an explicit example where you can get a graphic illustration of actually the goodwill. So we have to think that when we're looking at that, that is something that is there that we don't really question. Now, if we think of it that way, it's in reference to if we're looking at a civilizational enterprise and the way how you have to animate goodwill, that good that goodwill is actually really, really important because think of what happens when you make an exception to compensation, okay? So think, so if you have the periodicity is that every two weeks you get paid, but then you make an exception, let's say, let's just for, for ease of argument, just make it for one whole week. Okay, not a day, a whole week or whole two weeks or however long the period is. Okay, so what you've got is you've got a situation where you have this goodwill that's accruing because it is an accrual, we could say. If you're looking at accounting, you have it's it's a form of accounting for your actions. This is the way I have to, to look at it. But then now there's no period where there's a reconciliation of that accrual because through the cash, through the recompensance, through the way, the remittance, there is none. So what happens? That goodwill extends beyond what would otherwise be cancelled out, we can say. But if it's if it's doing that, it's in the ecosystem because it's potentializing goodwill. Right? Because your your act, the exception that you make, mirrors the exceptions that business makes when they're no longer sold. On the consumer they don't have a customer first orientation because they're not sold on the consumer okay so you're not sold your marginality of your time has obviously been under is being subject you're addressing the marginality of your time are you not in that context for making an exception because you're potentializing your time beyond the economic good you have to think that in your role you produce yourself as a consumer of life so if you're no longer compensating for what you do 
all right, then you don't, there's no marginality in reference to what you do. So the way that what we look at this is the work-life balance. It's the way how we sell ourselves on our roles because you need to be compensated in order to, to secure what would be a work-life balance or the way how you sell yourself on what you do being leisure being the ultimate end. But in the context of making an exception to, to compensation, the goodwill that is accrued accrues, does it not? And you could, but, but it's if it has to be accounted for because we're talking about the way how the role, if the role is otherwise an individualized acquittal of a claim that's made on time, and we're creating a collective vehicle for people's releasement, it's the way how this thing get works its way out. So you got to think that the the collective ownership or the credit of ownership in this context is really important because the credit of ownership means to say what what's the credit of ownership the credit of the ownership of the goodwill of your action yes you'd have to say yes because it's a cruise but it hasn't been it hasn't been cancelled out through you being compensated so what happens that that potentializes the nodes within the um, the network this is the way you look at it so what does that mean the potentializing nodes every single if you've got a situation when you've got an ecosystem so literally a recall ecosystem you can have other you know, value adds that are, you know, B2B. But we're looking at the B2C because you're looking at the ultimate end user, so the person. So if you have a retail ecosystem, that's what you have. You have the retail ecosystem that is providing for the necessities for life. So that what that does, the context, what that person does is potentializes the whole ecosystem, all right, in a way where the, the, the accrual of that goodwill is is going to be um, demonstrated. There will be instances of the accrediting, so, that, so therefore it gets annulled. So this is the way how um, credit does not circulate separable to the person, but it still means is that it gets annulled because it, you're looking at the dynamic relationship that you're doing. Say for instance, if you have goodwill that made separable, then that that that's going to be a claim that's going to be transcendent from your actions eventually. Okay, so what does that mean? Well, that means it's going to persist beyond the animation of goodwill or the actions that actually um, you are credited or that, that the ecosystem or the culture that you embody. All right, so if you are accruing goodwill and that goodwill is through your actions, it's a way how that you embody that. And so therefore, when, when an exception in one of these nodes annuls that, it's 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 highlighting it's evidencing you know this and so what you have is that you have a situation where the whole ecosystem is potentialized whereby you receive you put yourself into a state of reception because it's one of these things when you trace the genealogy of being receptive where does it ultimately end and the end is the origination of life. If we feel that we don't need to be compensated for being born, then we're in a state of grace or receptivity as to what life could be, the expression of life. So to be put in a state of reception is to be, is to be open, is to be open to life. So by you no longer being compensated for what you're doing, you are opening the self. Well, what's the self? The self is the marginal self to the indivisible self. But we're looking at it from this, from the aspect of the transition. So the transition, when you're looking at change and you're having to explore 
the difference in actions to potentialize what would be an indivisibility. And we're not indivisible because we have to acquit ourselves of a claim that's made on time. So therefore, we practice economizing actions and not a creative actions. Well, in the case of you're making an exception to your compensation, that is a creative action that is potentializing this, the, the whole ecosystem. So and the way how that, that credit gets annulled. So in that case, that that accrual of um, goodwill that would otherwise be uh, cancelled out out has potentialized, okay. And so what happens is the goodwill, the exception of a business in the context is ultimately another act of goodwill on their part. But it's the way how the uh, architecture is set up as to whether or not this thing is done through through uh, um, haphazards or done randomly so you use like an algorithm if you're looking at the potential of an ecosystem that is determined by the actions on the part of people making exceptions to their compensation which is predicated upon them working for enterprise good what you have to do is that you have to have the way how this thing kind of works in a kind of randomized kind of way where you're not not say like one node is constantly getting hit through the exceptions and so therefore decreasing the profitability of the business uh, because of the the con if that person keeps on going back there and so therefore each time they go they make an exception all right so why is that important when you're looking at the way how you're potentializing well you it's it becomes chance so what you're doing is that you have the actualization of that chance is is based upon the the the, the entire um, um, kind of cultural domain or the the entire uh, ecosystem that's that's that is being potentialized as a result result of people's actions. The the question here, which is really important when you're looking at what what we're doing if you're funding the relation beyond the reduction which is the way i describe what a business would do in the case of making an exception to a person's want so no longer being sold on the consumer because they don't have they don't have a customer first orientation in the context of the the person making an exception in their role they're no longer sold on themselves being a consumer either because if they're going and buying something and they're not being and they don't have any credit that that their otherwise purchase has made an exception they're not a consumer in that context are they? It's given. It's given in reference to the culture that both of them share. But if a person is making an exception to their compensation and it's predicated upon them working for enterprise good, that means to say enterprise good, by default of that exception, is more profitable, like, let's just say, on a, on a like-for-like basis because their cost is reduced. And you'd have to say, yes, it is. But if the cost is reduced and profitability is increased, that means to say that enterprise good as a custodian to the civilizational um, idea has more resources to deploy that is going to potentialize a relationality. So that's looking at that way how enterprise good can actually reduce the cost of business within the ecosystem. So let's think of the way how this would work. If you have proficiency and capability that is built up into one civilizational domain so it's singular all right and you look at say uh what business cost that businesses share so it could be like you know their their vendors for like their emails it could be their hosting it could be the point of sale kind of units that they use i mean it could be so many different ways that if enterprise good either collectivizes the procurement of the sources so you're looking at the way how you can generate purchasing power by having by aggregating basically all businesses you you know if so rather than negotiate one to one you've got 500 businesses that are negotiating for the same things you can 
dramatically reduce the cost? And you'd have to say yes. But then if that's the case, you're reducing the cost in reference to what? Well, you, if you reduce the cost of business, what does that mean? Well, it means to say that you have more potential to potentialize a relationality. Because if the profitability is a provisional metric in reference to the relationality that I say, because to you know growth is found in the relationality beyond the want that we reduce it to, to the creativity that is beyond the, the consumer that we're otherwise credited as. So if you are reducing cost, then you can potentially potentialize businesses' capability to make more exceptions. So if they're making more exceptions, then what they're doing is that they are evidencing goodwill. And if they're evidencing goodwill, that means to say that the binary of money and goodwill is lessened. So you're potentializing the cultural immersion to, to therefore feed upon itself to make what, what you are ultimately seeking is that you are seeking the ability to, for the whole thing to be self-sustaining. Now, you've got to think of what it means to sustain a world. You have to procure ground. You have to procure. If the whole thing is orientated towards necessity, food, shelter, and clothing, right? that's ultimately what it is. It's, so it's the way how all the value adds in reference to these things are given. So you look at, well, what's the necessity? Sustenance, sustenance is a necessity. Then you're looking at, if you're taking a, you know, a cafe, let's say, for instance, and you're looking at the value adds in reference to a cafe, that obviously one of the biggest inputs into a cafe when they're providing food is obviously the food, you know, is, is the, the land that the food is grown on. All right, so if and so that's a way how that you can procure grain for food, but then it's a way how that, that farm does not necessarily just a farm. It's more than a farm because there's ways that you can if you are communalizing, let's say, it's a cultural thing. So it's the way how people come. If you have, if you think about the ancients and they had uh, harvest festivals, it's, there's ways that you can make it more social. But why? You make something more social, but that means to say the reduction of cost associated with certain things lessens as a result of people coming together. And it's like going out and into an orchard and, say, picking apples or whatever, doing that like over a weekend or whatever the case may be. But then it's not just that. You're there to do that, but then you've got this cultural, activity that's born around it that's a people all right your acts your labor you know it's not it's not labor it's an expression it's it's you sharing it's you coming together all right but yet there is there's a net benefit to it because if you are making that business that would be owned by enterprise good more profitable then it enables those resources to be deployed into the into the ecosystem or into the into the whole sphere to make what to make it sustainable to reduce cost ultimately this which i always say that the way how you look at this is that if you in, in reduce your cost all right what happens Mar your margins increase so therefore but what happens in that case you are leveraging the relationality reduced to want to improve your margin performance okay but if you are increasing your profitability in reference to reducing cost, that means that the margins, it's not, mar it's not marginal profitability, let's say, or your profit margins, it's the margins of your actions. You got to think of the difference between the two because you are potentializing the base of the relationality. You can only increase profitability at, at the, the expense of the relationality because if you are improving profitability and the base is the relationality of want, well, you're not potentializing a relationality of want that would obviously impact your profitability, are you? 
because if you are increasing, if you are improving the profit, um, the relationality, the relationality is 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 the binary, is is what is actually makes business or makes the world sustainable. Because then you've got to think of the shifting from business proper just to life. All right, because if you are shifting out of a commercial paradigm, what's the way you shift out of commercial paradigm? When, what is the thing? What's the principal product that's produced? It's a consumer. So if the consumer is no longer being produced, it doesn't substantiate the way things are given. So it doesn't substantiate business as a paradigm. Because what's business? Business seeks a return on the relationality reduced to want. If you're potentializing the relationality beyond the return that is otherwise reduced to, then you are looking at a cosmological civilizational releasement that every single participate participant, uh, every person in that culture belongs to. Right? And this is the way how that you change. You change kind of life, the way how you move, the way how you um, introduce something within your role that you will think that you won't recognize that the goodwill that you accrue to your employee, employer, I should say, is something that that gets the, the remittance cancels out. But once you make an exception to that and you potentialize the nodes within the ecosystem, then it's the way how that that goodwill of yours is potentializing change. And yet through a turn that you take, because you've got to think of the way how this thing works when you're looking at the transition from you being marginal to into being indivisible. So you look at the way our day could be a turn or whatever. It doesn't really matter. The more proficiency and the more that you embody a culture, the more that this thing will uh, will work its way out. It's going to work its way out of your system because you, if you're in, if you're in potentializing the way how you see the world the way how you're looking at life and you realize that to attribute value to time is is really to immunitize a spiritual disease because you're immunitizing or spiritualizing an existential then your actions that are that are marginal but you're going to think your actions being marginal is is really the the different you're looking at mar, your marginal difference in actions is what potentializes something that is beyond their marginality because you're looking at an indivisibility that is beyond you as a person beyond and beyond the role your role is not is beyond wants you're potentializing it through a creative turn so when you think about that creative turn creative turn you have to animate goodwill if you use a proxy for goodwill then you are going to conceal the potential of your actions to create the world anew so you have to look at the way how that the accrual of uh, goodwill and the way how that that potentializing of the the ecosystem facilitates literally a change that we are the architects of we do individuals that's why i call it a democratization of creativity it is a one of the most it is it is the democratization movement that is that cannot be usurped or leveraged all right because you are crediting yourself with creativity or otherwise the the power of god anyway until next time take care